Recorded live. Hello, this is Kimberly Valentier, and you are tuning into the February 2015 Healthy Habits Q&A call. Welcome, and thank you for joining me. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about coconut oil. I'm going to give you a bunch of facts on this oil in hopes that you'll want to join me in a challenge that I'm about to announce when we wrap this up. So, coconut oil has amazing properties. Although it gets mixed reviews, it's healthy due to the fact that it is a saturated fat. Today, I want to share with you just a few of the health benefits of coconut oil. There is a misconception spread among many people that coconut oil is not good for heart health. This is because it contains a large quantity of saturated fat. In reality, coconut oil is beneficial for the heart. It contains about 50% lauric acid, which helps in actively preventing various heart problems like high cholesterol levels and high blood pressure. Coconut oil is one of the best natural nutrients for your hair and skin. It helps in healthy growth of hair and gives your hair a shiny quality. Coconut oil is also an excellent massage oil for the skin. It acts as an effective moisturizer on all types of skin. Coconut oil is a safe solution for preventing dryness and flaking of your skin. It also delays the appearance of wrinkles and sagging skin. <laughs> so couldn't we all use a little bit more of that? Coconut oil also helps in treating various skin problems, including psoriasis, dermatitis, eczema, um, that are really extremely prevalent this time of year um, where, you know, temperatures are way colder than normal or average even, and um, our skin tends to dry out much quicker. I think part of that is we don't drink as much water when we're freezing or cold. (laughs) It's like the last thing we really want to grab. Um, Coconut oil is very useful for weight loss. It contains short and medium chain fatty acids that help in taking off excess weight. It's easy to digest and it helps in the healthy functioning of your thyroid. Further, it increases the body's metabolic rate by removing the stress on your pancreas, thereby burning more energy and helping obese or overweight people lose their weight. If you ever notice People that live in like the tropics or on coastal areas um, where coconut is really prevalent and they use it every single day and it's their primary oil, they're not normally fat or obese or overweight. (laughs) Coconut oil strengthens the immune system because it contains antimicrobial lipids, lauric acid, capric acid, and caprylic acid. These lipids have antifungal, antibacterial, and antiviral properties. According to the Coconut Research Center, coconut oil kills the viruses that cause influenza, measles, hepatitis, herpes, SARS, and other serious health risks. It also kills bacteria that cause ulcers, throat infections, urinary tract infections, and pneumonia. Coconut oil helps to improve the digestive system and thus prevents various stomach and digestion-related problems, including irritable bowel syndrome. The saturated fats present in coconut oil have antimicrobial properties and help in dealing with various bacteria, fungi, and parasites that cause indigestion. Coconut oil also helps in the absorption of other nutrients, such as vitamins, minerals, and amino acids, 
that your body really needs to function at an optimum level. Coconut oil provides relief from inflammation caused by candida and improves the health of your gut. Coconut oil is also effective in the elimination of fungi and yeast that cause a ringworm, athlete's foot, thrush, and diaper rash. Coconut oil helps in controlling blood sugar. It improves the secretion of insulin. It also promotes the effective utilization of blood glucose, thereby preventing and treating diabetes. Coconut oil is also great for your bones and your teeth. Calcium is an important component of our teeth, and since coconut oil facilitates absorption of calcium by the body, it helps us in developing strong teeth and helps as well with tooth decay. And so after, those are some just tips and different things that coconut oil can help us with. So after hearing that, um, do you think that you want to use more coconut oil or what stood out to you the most? (laughs) Mitzi says, yes, she definitely wants to use more coconut oil. Were you surprised, Missy, of, of any of the things that it claims, like, that it's good for? Did any of those surprise you, or are you pretty familiar with coconut oil? Ah, you have high blood pressure, so this could definitely help with that. Great. All right, so coconut oil comes in refined and unrefined, as well as virgin varieties. I use a lot of coconut oil and never need to worry about it going rancid on me. So I always tend to use the non-refined organic version of this oil. I guess you could say that I'm addicted to coconut oil. I cook with it. I bake with it as well as slather up my skin with it. I mean, I make a scrub for my face with it. Um, Firsthand, I can say that it has helped so much with my eczema in winter like I had said previously, is much more bearable without scaly, itchy, dry skin. So this is part of the reason why I'm interested in um, trying out this ancient practice of oil pulling. This is something that I have been aware of for a while and just haven't got around to trying it yet. And let's see. Oh, Missy, certain brand. Um, you can I'm not if you have Whole Foods, their 365 organic unrefined brand is great. Um, there's a bunch of different kinds. Typically, there'll be one in the section at the store that's on sale, um, and sometimes I'll just buy that one. But Spectrum makes really great oils, so they're um, a reputable company. But there's some. Um, there's a bunch of different kinds. Sometimes at Home Goods, I'll get a big jar of an organic one. So it just kind of depends. But my go-to usual one is the Whole Foods 365 Organic Unrefined. Um, and yes, I use it topically. I make a face scrub with it. I use it as a lotion. Um, I'm also into essential oils. So what I'll do sometimes is I'll get a jar of coconut oil and I whip it in my mixer and I'll put in some, sometimes I'll put a little vitamin E in there, um, but some lavender oil because that also helps calm skin and I have dry skin. Um, 
And so I'll make a whole, like, eight-ounce jar into lotion, and then I'll use that, um, put it by my bed or keep it in the bathroom, and spread it all over myself. And it's really not oily. It keeps in pretty um, quickly. And, yes, it's one of my favorite things. (laughs) So, um, Missy, have you heard of or tried oil pulling before? Have you ever heard of it? Well, oil pulling, according to Wikipedia, okay, is a folk remedy that became popular in Ayurvedic medicine. And they did it using sesame oil and claims that it removes toxins from the body. Oil pulling or oil swishing is referred to um, is putting a spoonful of oil in your mouth and swishing it and pulling it between your teeth for 20 minutes. Now, I know that sounds like a long time, (laughs) but... Most of the information that I've found recently uses coconut oil for this practice. And although the reviews range in the support of this, there's evidence to back up that it actually works. I know it sounds completely Looney Tunes, but over the years, people have reported all sorts of crazy oil pulling benefits from detox and whiter teeth to migraine relief and even improved vision. I've accumulated a list from my research that I'm going to read to you of the many symptoms oil pulling can help with. Mounting gum disease, stiff joints, allergies, asthma, high blood pressure, constipation, sinus congestion, detoxing, migraine, bronchitis, eczema. It's known to be a good hangover cure, um, helps your heart, helps with inflammation, helps your kidneys function, lung disease, leukemia, arthritis, meningitis, migraine relief, insomnia, improved vision, menopause, and other hormonal issues, including PMS symptoms, cancer, AIDS, chronic infections, varicose veins, diabetes, polio, and cracked heels. So like if you get your feet get real dried out and your heels crack, it can help with that also. So from what I have researched, it's best to oil pull first thing in the morning before you eat or drink anything. So that's before you have coffee, you fix your tea, you, you know, before you put anything in your system, you're supposed to, it's the best time to do this. And you want to make sure to spit the oil out into a garbage can Um, one, so you don't clog your sink, and two, you don't want all that stuff going through um, the water supply and sewers and everything. Um, And that's another reason you never want to swallow any of the oil because it's full of toxins and yucky stuff. So this is what you do. You put a spoonful. Now, (laughs) from all the different things that I have read about oil pulling, I've seen this listed from like as little as a teaspoon to a whole entire full tablespoon of oil in your mouth and then swish it around your mouth for about 20 minutes and then you spit it out and brush your teeth. (laughs) Now, some people spit it out and then they rinse their mouth with salt water. Um, Some people can't keep it in their mouth for 10 to 20 minutes, so every five minutes or so they spit it out and they put a little bit more in um, and then they do it for another 
protection. So there's no real right or wrong way to do it. It's just um, kind of seeing how it works best for you. Um, like I said, I have not done this yet. So I thought since most of us are experiencing very snowy or extremely cold spells, that we could use a fun challenge to take our minds off our cabin fever. So I want to ask you to join me in the 14-day oil pulling challenge. I want us to experience the most benefit possible for this challenge. So we will do oil pulling, we'll say, at least 10 of the 14 days. I'm going to post a graphic on the Facebook page so you can kind of go in there and respond um, and say if you're in or not. And then every day that you oil pull, you can jump on the page and just go to that same graphic. I'll probably um, do it as pinned so it will be at the top. And you can say if you did pull or if you didn't. And then you can also say, like, if you've experienced um, whatever you've experienced. So if you've had luck with it, if you haven't had luck with it, if it's making you have a gag reflex, um, you know, and what, or if you weren't noticing anything at all. And then after our two-week thing, I'll write a blog post about what we've discovered. So how does that sound? Does that sound fun? So I think what we'll do is we'll wait until Monday to start the contest. This way, everybody else has time to listen to the call and to get coconut oil so that we are all, like, on board and ready to start. <laughs> Mitzi says it sounds interesting. She's not sure about fun. And Mitzi, I completely agree. Like, I've known about oil pulling for at least three years. And um, I've known about it. I've talked to people that do it, and they really think it's great. And I have yet to try it. So I am doing this challenge right along with you because I haven't done it either. So I hope that you'll give it a try. <laughs> um. So what questions do you have about coconut oil or oil pulling? And I will do the best I can to try and answer. And Missy said she's willing to try. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Team spirit. <clears throat> so, Missy, what other questions do you have for me today, whether they're about coconut oil or oil pulling or actually anything else? Um, coconut flour. I use coconut flour in baking quite often. Um, I don't know that it has, it won't have all the properties um, that coconut oil has because it's, you know, just kind of broken down. But it's, it does have some nutritional value to it. It's just different than the oil. But when you, do you cook with coconut flour today? Um, I use it because we cook a lot of gluten-free stuff. And my husband is an islander, and he grew up on coconut, and so he's kind of over it. Um, but I still really enjoy cooking with coconut flour. You do have to cook with extra eggs. Generally, if they add an extra egg when you use coconut flour, um, it's just something about the way they they combine. And what do I think about coconut water? I am a big advocate of coconut water. Um, it does 
tend to have a high sugar content. So one of the best times to have coconut water is after a workout because it naturally um, repopulates your electrolytes. Um, so instead of like grabbing, like lots of people in sports will grab a Gatorade or a Powerade, and those drinks are just mostly full of chemicals that if you change one ingredient or heat it one minute longer, it, it's like like a gasoline. So um, I'm a big advocate of coconut water. You want to make sure that you're getting a pure coconut water. Um, My favorite coconut water is um, Harvest. Uh, I'll post it for you on the page. I think it's called Harmless Harvest, and it's 100% coconut water, and it's raw. Um, So it's minimally processed. It's absolutely delicious. Um, it's my absolute favorite. Um, I don't drink it all the time just because I'm not, I can't have a lot of sugar in my body. Um, but I do on occasion, I will sometimes put it in smoothies. So that green smoothie that we talked about on last month's call was made with coconut water. Um, and with that, I think I used the one brand, O-N-E, uh, coconut water for that. What other questions do you have? Jenny, you're the only one on. <laughs> oh, microwave popcorn. Speaking of chemicals, Miss Mitzi. Microwave popcorn is probably one of the one of the worst things you can eat. Not only is the packaging toxic, what's in there is toxic and I've been you know, I don't know if you follow me on Facebook very closely, but I have been working on the project that hopefully will get to release very soon, like within two weeks, um, maybe less. I have been doing tons of research and putting together like a list of chemicals and food to help you, you know, prepare your pantry better. So I'm not sure what we're calling it yet. Um, but it has to do with something with your pantry and giving it a facelift and um, looking in there to see what's in all the ingredients of the foods that you eat and then being able to have swaps and some recipes available. So for microwave popcorn, really you can either put your own popcorn in a brown paper bag and pop it in the microwave or I make it the old-fashioned way and a Dutch oven on the stove. Now, that is one of the places I love to use coconut oil is to pop popcorn, um, or I'll use olive oil depending on who's eating it. If it's just me, I use coconut oil. If it's my husband, I use olive oil. But I just put one or two tablespoons in there. I put a half a cup or so, maybe three-quarters of a cup of um, non-GMO organic corn kernels, And it really literally takes less than five minutes and you have this wonderful, healthy popcorn. Um, That's the other thing just about microwave popcorn um, is that most corn is very genetically modified. So that's the kind of corn that's in most microwave popcorn. And so that's just another place like where I'm really careful is like corn and canola are two of the most mass-produced genetically modified um, plants out there. 
And so that's where I'm just really, really careful. So I hope, hope that answers your question. What else is on your mind today? <laughs> well, good. I'm glad that was helpful. And do you have anything else? Sorry to put you on the spot, Missy. <laughs> you guess that's all. All right. Well, um, if you if you have any other questions, and for all of you that are listening to this call, please, please, please don't hesitate to ask questions on the Facebook page after you get to listen to this. And please think about joining me in the 14-day um, oil pulling challenge. I have my coconut oil already, and um um, excited to do it with you for the first time. And I just want to let you know our next um, Q&A call is going to be, it's scheduled now for March 18th, so it'll be March 18th, noon Eastern, just like today. Um, I thank you so much for listening in and participating. And I just um, stay warm out there and be safe. And next time we meet, it will be almost officially spring. So I'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much. Bye.